And now, the Sleephawk Worldwide Podcast. Here are your hosts, Brandon Staten and Tyler Hansbro. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Sleephawk Worldwide Podcast. Live from the nest, this is Sleep Dog. What's up, everybody? It's a Hulk. Uh, beautiful day, beautiful fall day. Leaves are changing, and I'm excited for this pod. Sleep, we got a lot to talk about today, so... Let's go. Leaves ain't the only shit changing, guys. The fucking outlook for the Tar Heels football team is changing rapidly. Uh, Old Sleep Dog was in the building, stayed from the beginning to the end. More impressively and more importantly, stayed awake from the beginning until the end. Heels are 7-1. and It wasn't pretty for like three quarters, but it was pretty when it was over because we just started steamrolling them at the end. Uh, Basketball, also just mm, the Golden Bulls just... They gave it to him right in the old bull sack. Uh, I mean, won by about a thousand. Uh, looked great doing it. Had like RJ didn't play and some other key guys didn't play. And and like we talked about on the last pod, like, yeah, sure, it's a, a division two opponent, but you did what you're supposed to do and is go out there and just blow the doors off of them. Uh gonna talk about that. Talk about football, gonna talk about the college football playoff, gonna talk about some asinine shit in the NO, gonna talk about Bill Self suspending himself, uh, put the himself and self and himself suspended. DJ Moore uh took his helmet off and the Panthers lost. Weird. Uh Commanders. We didn't even put that on the pregame notes here. Uh Commanders freaking like four and three right now. It's three in a row, just reeling them off. W, W, W. Uh NBA. A lot of weird shit going on. Kyrie, still weird, still sucks. Nets, still suck. Warriors, surprisingly suck. Uh, they've lost three in a row, or I'm pretty sure, and they ain't to anybody that's any good. So a lot of stuff to get to. Let's start with football. Let's make the, the weird decision to put football over basketball at UNC. I mean, dude, the heels, it's getting real, man. Um, oh, what a game. For the heels, dude, to come back and just win that one the way they did after trailing for a while. Uh, dude, some big games coming up. Dude, for us. we got the best quarterback in college. Yes. Drake May. 100%. And uh, his brother be here. is a sleep hawk worldwide. Bo yeah, time Bo. Athlete. Oh, Bo, man. Yeah. Hey, glad to have you, Bo. Yeah. We're going to get some stuff to you, buddy. Just yeah. hang tight. Yeah, we're getting uh, those wristbands. Uh, yeah, we're going to get your wristbands, headbands, tube socks, whatever. Yep. Uh, we're working on the Bojangles deal. If Bojangles doesn't get you a deal, I'll never eat there again. True. Uh, but hey, Drake's playing unbelievable. He's a young kid and he's the captain of the ship and he's doing a hell of a job. I don't know a thing about football sleep, but I know winners when I see him. I know how to win, been part of winning teams, and this guy's a winner and he's doing it at Carolina. And you know what? We're supposed to suck this year, but we don't. And, uh, you know, we got a shot to win the ACC, I think. Dude, according to the NNO, it's a shoe-in, and they're pretty pissed off. I'm not going to even get into that yet. I uh, Obviously, uh, I'll, I'll talk more about it. Drake May, okay, I was talking about this. I think I've, you know, I tend to jump to conclusions on here. Um, dude, he's got to be getting consideration. Right now, according to ESPN, he is tied for fifth in the Heisman Watch. I mean, and he's got no place, no first place votes. The other guys, uh, uh, QB from USC, Bryce Young, QB from Alabama, Stroud from Ohio State, Hendon Hooker from uh, Tennessee. So there's 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 quarterbacks ahead of him, and they're all in like supremely winning teams. However, like 
you know, you're going to be a byproduct of Carolina not getting any, any, any respect because the deal is going to be that Carolina hadn't beaten anybody. We're 17th in the country. The only loss we have is against Notre Dame. The only wins we have is against teams you're supposed to beat. And we talked about it last week. Like, you got to win the games that you're supposed to win. And that's what Carolina never does. And that's what they're doing now. And if there's a lot of, if my mom used to tell me, damn, he's, he's plus 2,000. Like, his Heisman odds are better than Bryce Young. Um, this kid from these top two kids must be good. But here's the thing is my mom used to tell me you can if in one hand and shit in the other one and tell me which one fills up faster. I don't know where she got that one from, but it's pretty clever. I use a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll, I'll take I'll your if, word for I'll it. I'll if in my hand um, and, uh, and, and say that if UNC were to finish the season with one loss, um, the regular season, and then, of course, here, here's, here's the if. if. If Carolina wins the ACC – I don't know how the fuck you're going to tell me Drake May's not a fucking Heisman Trophy winner. I I definitely see him. I mean, you're I the mean, best player on the the team that absolutely would not be where it's at. Where you not? I, on. I just tell you, man, the ACC doesn't get any love in football. Nope they're not gonna they're not gonna give it to an ACC player, even if he does deserve it. And we got two tough games coming up. I mean, we got you got UVA. We're at UVA. We never play well there. They suck, but doesn't ever matter. Right. Um, we've got. At Wake, mm-hmm. their top 10. Did they just lose? I don't know. I couldn't tell you. I don't I think follow. they just lost. So they're still a good team. We are mm-hmm. at Wake. We've got Georgia Tech at home, and we've got NC State at home. And that NC State game, that might be a college game dayer, but I guess let, that late in the season, that, that would be a hell of a matchup. Two ranked teams, North Carolina and North Carolina State, that'd be a big deal. Yeah, and, you know, that's going to be the game of the year right there. I know State's going to be fired up. They've um, Their football team's been absolute shit since what's-his-face went down. I don't even know his name, but everybody talks. Choo-choo Justice. Oh, you mean Phillip Rivers? Uh, I don't know what his name is, but oh. they make him out to be Tom Brady. Oh, their quarterback, yeah. Yeah, blame it on the quarterback. He's out. Um, yeah. But uh, that's where we need to win. And But first of all, you got to take care of business first. You can't overlook anybody. Um, but I'm, I'm just excited, man. I'm excited for this football team. I'm excited for Drake. And uh, I love, you know, seeing people who work hard and are actually good people have a lot of success. And seems like he's handling it well, you know, and, and it's just exciting to see. One thing that pissed me off, I, I think the team – is and and I've been skeptical. We've been skeptical of UNC as or as recently as last week, and I'll continue to be until they prove to me they can go all the way through the season. Um, I mean, there's still a chance to go like seven and five here. You lose four in a row, right? Like, I mean, the wheels could fall off, and I think if you're a real UNC fan, you're kind of just waiting for it, right? But the thing that pissed me off is this team has been doing what it's supposed to do. They keep winning, and they're building momentum, and they're doing it the right way. And it just is, is a whole vibe around Chapel Hill. And the NNO and all over at fucking News and Observer tweets out how it's only fitting that in the year the ACC, this is a quote, by the way, finally trash divisions the team most likely to win the Coastal is, by multiple computer rankings, the seventh best team in the Atlantic. UNC is now in the express lane to Charlotte. Of course, what he's bitching about is that Carolina would have to, like a lot of shit would have to happen for us not to win the Coastal Division. 
And he's saying we're the seventh best team, according to fucking computer rankings in the Atlantic. Well, listen, dude, you're leaving out like one important ranking that does, that that fucking matters more, which is the AP poll and the college football playoff poll. Not computer rankings, because those are put together by committees these days. But, dude, have you watched the product on the field? Does it not count when you fucking win games in your conference? And like I, I'm literally like this is the N and O is such fucking bullshit. And then you 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 click on the link to just like see well how in the fuck are they justifying something this fucking stupid? And of course they want you to pay to read the article. Well, I'm here to tell you you can fuck off and like until you write something that like is credible, fucking stop tweeting about it and stop ask stop bitching. Just at least say that you hate Carolina and that's why you're writing this tweet. And this is coming from a guy that's been critical of UNC all year. So I just think it's bullshit that like uh, 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 the, the N&O just like has nothing better to do than fucking go in on UNC. Uh, or man, I, Shit pisses me sleep, off. Dude. Don't let them get to you, man. They got I, to me, they man. Have, they, they got me. I feel one. you. I feel you. I, I don't like the N&O. I don't really think they're all that great either. But just looking at the quote, multiple computer rankings and what algorithm did they use to get these rankings? Because I could put something in there uh, to justify some stat to say that UNC is the best team in the ACC. And what are the second best team? Well, I could find a, <laughs> well, I could tell you this sleep. I could do a, a statistic that would say they're the best yeah, you can and why they're the best. Yeah. And I could sit there and say multiple computers, um, multiple computer rankings. How dumb does that sound? Like, okay, so uh, based off one computer, it says this, and then this is a totally different computer. A, a computer can run di different algorithms and, and generate different, um, you know, scenarios or rankings. Um, but it's just the dumbest thing in the world, you know, because if you know football and you watch, um, you know, you can see how this team is progressing, but also not to mention the record. Like that's it. Yeah, and here's your record. Okay. We don't go off of computer rankings. We don't go off what this computer algorithm generates. You go off your record and who you played. And the ACC, okay, we're up there with the big dogs. And uh, you know, nobody says it has to be a beauty contest. Nobody yeah. has to go out there and make it look pretty. You win the game and you you know, you're, you're going to get up there. Simple as that. I don't need a damn computer ranking to generate, uh, you know, where teams should be positioned or ranked in the ACC. That's why they don't do it. Sleep. Yeah. That's why they, that's, that's why, why they computers, that's yeah. why they, that's play why them, they baby. fucking play them. Yeah. And it's like, listen, Sorry, dude, Dad. listen, it's like you can, are they the most surprising team? Absolutely. Like nobody expected this shit. Have we won games that we should have lost? Absolutely. But like, our offense is top 10 in the country, bar none, period. Our offense will put up points on anybody. Mm -hmm. Our defense will give up points to anybody. But, like, our defense is also, uh, in the last four or five weeks, has held when it needs to hold. Like, we kind of had a lot of trouble against Pitt, but when push came to shove, we stopped them, and they couldn't stop us. And the name yep. of the game is, like, you put the ball in the end zone, you score more points mm -hmm. than the other guys. We score a lot of points. Yep. So, you know, I bet the computer ratings – uh, if you wanted to just say, hey, how good are these guys on offense? They'd probably say we're pretty fucking good. But you got to play the game, man. You got to win. You got to win. You got to play them. Don't get mad at us for winning games. Yeah. Put beating the teams that are in front of us. Mm -hmm. Anyway, go Hate to is going to hate. Oh, man. In and Owen Alls, man. Might name the pod that. Just get their attention. Um, let's see here. Basketball. They're probably going to have some shit to say about basketball. But guess what? We're the big dogs. We're on top. We're going to stay on top. And we just rolled 
that opener scrimmage mm-hmm. game. I mean, get to the stat sheet. Man. We're the all, biggest dogs. The biggest um, dog of all dogs. First of all, we beat Johnson C. Smith 40 uh, to 101. <laughs> um, guys, this is called an old wood. Just, just take wood them out shed. back and just beat the shit out of them. God dang it, Dad. I'm sorry. Um, I told my dad I'd quit cussing so much on the pod. Oh, man. Yeah. All right. Well, dad, I, I'm sorry. You should have told me that before um, we got started. I just, no, dude. I'm letting it Hey, not your dad. It's my, my dad. My dad don't listen. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, but hey, I'm looking uh, through the stats, and one thing I see is Armando getting 20 rebounds. I love that. I love it when guys do other things besides score because uh, that means they're committed to it. And there's so much more to the game than scoring. I think young kids get caught up in just trying to score points. But also, I've said this, Dontrez Styles is a high-potential guy, and I think he could really help this team add a lot of depth. Last year he was a freshman. Okay, I think he's grown, he's matured, and I think – I think he can be a hell of a player. Uh, he had uh, ten rebounds last night, too, or the other night, and seven points. Not a, not crazy stats, but I think that's like those are stats where you're gonna you get that up from him coming off the bench. We're gonna add some depth this year, and I think it's gonna be tough. The one thing I've always said, and I've said this continuously, okay, how are we? Who's gonna step up and take the role of Brady Manick? You cannot downplay the effect that he had when he came into the starting lineup. Because when you have somebody that competes like that and brings a positive mindset and attitude to the team, it is contagious. And I could see and kind of like see the guys start working hard and just kind of rubbing off on other players. And I thought that was great. Uh, I really think he did a lot for the team last year. I just hope that they can maintain that. And also, you know, they have a lot of confidence right now. And um, it's going to be, you know, there's going to have up and downs. I want to see how they handle adversity uh, once you're at the top. Uh, that's going to be a challenge. But, no, nah, hey, sleep. We said it. You know, we show up, we're going to win. And uh, we showed up and we just, you know, played it to them. But, you know, this wasn't our, this isn't our test, guys. Oh, I no. mean, we start Monday night against UNCW. That's where you show up. And, um, you know, I'm excited to get this season started. Yeah, we've talked a ton about what it's going to be like with this team with the target on its back. And then last week we talked about how the the purpose of this game was not only to sort of get your body used to, you know, playing games, but also just to like a, how, how we talked about a blowout actually means something in this game. And what it means is, is like you're doing everything is, hey, the, they put the team in front of you, you beat them, and you need to beat them badly. And, and it helps you, I would imagine, begin to substantiate the opinion that you have to have in your head, the mentality that you have to have, which is that we are the apex predator every night on the floor. And you come here, you're going to get your sh- your fucking teeth kicked in. And that's what happened. And um, I think that's a tone that you start setting in the early games. Now, of course, back in the day, 05, we lose the first game of the season. Everybody's freaking out. You go win, beat the hell out of everybody almost and win the national championship, right? So it's not the end of the world by any means. But to set the tone like they did is a positive. Um, and they just need to, to keep going because I, I think – if you start, if you're them, and and last year it was like, you're on this fucking ride, dude. Like nobody, there were no expectations to live up to. So you're just, you just keep surprising people, surprising people, surprising people. And then, man, you just have one of the best years 
of the history of college basketball teams, in my opinion. But now the whole thing is different. And so, like, these guys, I guarantee you know. I guarantee you they know they're good and that they can beat anybody. Mm-hmm. But you start going out and, you know, playing UNCW and it's 44-40 at half. You know, we've had a couple of those years in the past three to five years where, mm-hmm. you know, we're letting teams hang around that shouldn't have any business after about 10 minutes being anywhere close to us. Mm-hmm. And like you start having that, then you get some sort of doubt creeps in and that sort of stuff. But the biggest difference, I think, is we got we got older players now, man. You got Amondo's a senior, Leaky, he'll be getting his AARP card pretty soon. RJ Davis Jr., you know, you got Caleb's back for his junior year. They got a lot of like experience. And that's why I think this team has like sky's the limit potential because every year you talk about it like the good teams in march go deep with a bunch of dudes that look like sleep dog because they've all played together and they're starting lineups juniors and seniors and this is a quintessential like carolina basketball team we have groomed these guys from day one we got studs coming in we got guys that are like puff and 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 and, uh you know you mentioned some others and and i mean we've got damn bo may just anchoring it for us uh, yeah, I, I just think we've got all the right pieces. You, somebody gets hurt, next man up in this rotation, right? Like, you know, obviously don't want that to happen, but especially if we stay healthy in the right right positions, oh boy, it's going to be a fun year to be a Carolina basketball fan. Yeah, and sleep. Um, the one thing when when I'm looking at this team, last year we saw a tendency for you know our starters to play heavy minutes, and I think this team has more depth. And so one thing, you know, when you look at what I think has this team has an advantage of is like last year I kind of felt like fatigue became a big deal in the championship game. I could kind of see it. Uh-huh. And I think if we have more depth like we do this year, then we'll be able to provide, you know, fresher players and won't be having to play so many players through injuries, which I really like. But also you talked about it, you know, like – Last year, towards the end of the year, we saw the emergence of Puff Johnson. Mm -hmm. And you can't downplay the effect of somebody that comes in and just makes effort plays and plays winning basketball. I really loved how Puff finished the season. And also to kind of like stay with it, not not get discouraged uh, in the middle of the year and just pack it in. Uh, You know, coming to practice, working hard. And when he got his time, you know, he did what – what the coaches wanted wanted him to do, and uh, provided a spark for the team. I really want to see how he progresses, but also we have some young talent. You know, we got Tyler Nickel, uh, the Trimble kid, Seth Trimble. Um, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing how these guys come in, and uh, I'm really excited about the depth because I think that's going to be uh, a huge aspect in for us making that deep March run. But sleep, what do you think? we need to improve on um, as a team. Personally, I would like to see at times, I think we could get better shot quality. Sometimes Mm -hmm. last year when I watched the games, I thought we got stagnant and kind of took some, you know, you could watch it, especially in the middle of the year over the uh, Christmas break. I think, you know, it's always a tough time because the energy from the home atmosphere, the students are gone, it's just kind of dead. But, you know, I, I thought we saw some... Uh, could have saw some better shot quality from the team and and pushing the ball and getting easy baskets like layups mm-hmm. out in transition and things like that. Uh, that's my that's the one area I think we could really improve on. Uh, but sleep, what do you think? I think I was getting ready to say almost the exact same. This is a great segue because 
just transition, man. Mm -hmm. Like over the past three or four years, art and I get it. Like it's not Roy Williams' team anymore. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not not the same style of offense. But this team has horses, dude. And like you get out, get rebounds. You got rebounders. Get out, run the floor. And that you're not scoring 100 points. I didn't see the game, but you're not scoring 100 points on. You know, maybe you get hot one night and some dude, couple dudes go for thirty and you score hundred. But the way to you way you put points up is you get in transition and you get as many possessions as you can and you get quality shots because they're layups. And, and sleep, I love that point. That is a great point because not many people talk about this. People get get it mixed up that you got to hemorrhage threes to get more points. That's a very you know, a little volatile basketball, you know, you're going to have off nights. You're not always going to make your threes. But to a commitment to getting out in transition and running, even after the other team scores a point, get the ball out real quick. Boom, to your point guard. Boom. Yep. Somebody leaky streaking down. Easy layup. The highest quality shot, the highest percentage shot in basketball is uncontested layup. And to mm -hmm. get more of those, to get out in transition, really push the ball, that's where you score. And People get it mixed up, but if you watch Golden State and these NBA teams that kind of revolutionize the game and try to push this three-point, they are big on fast-break points. Mm -hmm. You look at the stats, they have more fast-break points than anybody in the league, and it's because they make a commitment to running and kind of moving and reacting to the defense, which I think we could really improve on uh, because we have the experience. I think these guys um, have chemistry with together with the team. Uh, this is a team where we didn't have a lot of transfers. Uh, everyone stayed committed and we have a lot of players coming back. So I think the chemistry is there and I think everyone knows how to play with each other. It's just uh, whether or not the young guys can really kind of jump in there and, and kind of mingle and have the chemistry with the team. But I think there's no reason why we can't get out there and get easy buckets and transition. And I think you understand this a lot better than I do, <clears throat> but I, you know, at least one of my high school days with the, the Cougs, uh, you know, when you get older and more experienced in, in the game and on a team, you also begin to understand like some of the finer points and the results that some of your actions have. And what I mean by that is an, uh, sort of ancillary benefit of running and pushing the pace is is these guys are old enough and experienced now to understand and to sort of believe and have faith in what that will do to the defense in the you know halfway through the second half mm -hmm. and you're going to wear the team down and yes you're going to get in some dog fights where you're just running and running and running and they're running and they're scoring and they're making shots and it feels like you just can't break through but now you like mentally know that if I just keep running I'm I'm in better shape than these guys yeah. and they're going to get tired and mm -hmm. those st shots are going to stop falling and then we're going to next thing you know we're still running so we're going to 15-0 run and we'll, we'll put this shit away yeah and Sleep, there's an old saying in basketball, everybody wants to run until you start running. Mm -hmm. uh, everyone talks about, hey, let's get out and transition and run. And then you get out there and you're really committed to the process. You realize why every team doesn't run. I mean, it is tough. Mm -hmm. It is difficult. It requires you to get in shape. It's a commitment. And uh, not everyone wants to do that. Um, but, you know, there's no reason why this team can't do it. And also, you know, I always tell everybody, the easiest way to improve your scoring in basketball is not to improve your jump shot, which definitely helps, but that is a process. Mm -hmm. Okay. If you want to score more and be a better player, get in better shape. Mm -hmm. I always tell by uh, tell everybody, get in better shape, outrun the defense and get easy layups. Um, and you know, it is, it's true. A little side note. One of the things I love about Puff Johnson 
is dude that literally that dude literally hustled last season until he barfed on the floor. You mm-hmm. remember that? Oh yeah. I mean, I was like, this is my guy now. Going forward, for all intents and purposes, puffs my guy. I mean, dude, he's hustle till you just literally puke on the floor. Mm-hmm. I loved it. Great kid. Um, dude, I'm it's I'm pumped about this team, man. You look at I'm sure they got these <laughs> heights and weights and shit inflated, but like we got some grown ass men on this team and we're gonna beat some people and have a lot. I mean, I was there in 05. I was there in 09. Like those were two years where I was like a student and there's several other years where I was also a student. Um, but I went to a lot of those games and man, it's different when you're, when you're the front runner, it's different when you're a big dog and um, man, these kids in school, you know, you're out of COVID and all this sort of stuff, man. It's a different atmosphere in Chapel Hill when the basketball team is playing well. I mean, imagine if Carolina wins the national championship in football and basketball this year. Heisman and you got a Naismith player of the year, and you got three dudes first team All American. I mean, go undefeated. Who would ever thought I mean, that? Shit, dude. Unbelievable. I mean, fucking a man. Uh, Better's gonna make a lot of money on the heels this year. Anyway, dude, I keep going on and on about them, but in and out, man. You know, eat your heart out, dude, because mm-hmm. I I, lo- I can't wait till state comes in. That'll be that'll be the one game we lose this year, but only only because I said it. We kick the shit out of everybody. Uh, I'm trying to pull up my notes here. There we go. What do we got next? Um, Bill self suspension, man. That's kind of weird to me. That's still an issue. Wasn't it 2017 that happened? Yeah, I mean it's a long process. Four game suspension, self imposed from Kansas. We'll see what comes about this. Um, I don't know. It seems a little light, but yeah. I mean, we're at a different time now. So to me, it's just like, let's get it over it with. It is kind of weird. Now it's yeah. just almost like, it's almost like, uh, you know, I guess like they legalize weed in the NBA and they stop testing for it. Or like, I'm, I was thinking steroids for some reason, but yeah, it's like you kind of suspended him now for some shit that I get was like very illegal at the time. And now it's just sort of like, well, whatever. They're getting paid. Now. I mean, look, dude, I, I think what they did, based on what little I know about it, was was wrong. But whatever, man. I, I don't think it has a big implication. Ironic that they come back. He comes back against a game they play against NC State, who's <laughs> also in the same shit. Um, anyway, college football playoff standings just came out. Carolina's 17 there, worth pointing out. We beat Pitt. We got UVA next on the road. Trap game. Right, we always play like shit there, mm-hmm. um, but that's Saturday at noon, and we ain't had many noon kicks either. Love them. So uh, yeah, I mean, getting up there in age, where old noon kick is uh, welcome news here. I'm, Get a little afternoon afternoon nap. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> hey, I got a question. Right. You guys hit us up. Does anybody, if they're watching a football game on the couch, do they stay awake the whole time? Do you do you stay awake the whole time? Um, no, not a chance. Mm-mm. I mean, I don't give a shit. Like, what is it? What did we establish? It's Tennessee, Georgia this weekend. Mm-hmm. And that's probably a night game. If it's a night, I mean, if it's like the prime time, like a big one at night, I mean, I'll probably fall asleep before it's over. But like, there's been a lot of games where I watch the kickoff and I get like maybe halfway, about to the end of the first quarter, and I wake up in the fourth quarter and I'm like, well, damn, what happened? When I fell asleep, we were winning. It's like, yo, the whole game happened. While you're asleep, man. That's my happened. my favorite time is Thanksgiving when you just uh-huh. down food, and then oh, you yeah. put the NFL games on, and it's uh-huh. just everybody's just out. Watch the Commanders, baby, on a hot street. Hey, Snyder, they said Snyder's will sell the team. Yeah, that's what I'm hearing. <laughs> 
Washington might change their name again to something that's actually Bring him good. to Raleigh. Bring him to Raleigh. Bring him to Raleigh. Bring him to fucking Raleigh. Get us a new. We got a damn football stadium coming in. We'll be fo- <laughs> football and fo- football. And uh, and we'll call them something else. And um, give them some different colors. And shit, man. It might win the Super Bowl. You mm-hmm. never know. Um, Man, what a time it would be to be a Washington fan for having a new owner. What a fucking asshole that guy is. Sorry, Mr. Hansborough. Um, <laughs> so... We got that. Uh, what was? What else was going on? NFL's kind of wild, man. Oh, uh, oh yeah, I got to touch about this. A lot of Panthers fans listen, so I'm watching. The one thing, one nap I woke up from, and and the Panthers are on, and they're losing with like 15 seconds left. They throw a, and their team is a absolute like duct tape together, dude. They just gave away McCaffrey. You know, Baker Mayfield had brought his ass in. He's second string behind some dude named PJ something or another. Like, dude, their team is like a band of gypsies playing. And, uh, dude, they throw a 62-yard touchdown. The to D- only bona fide stud they got left is is DJ Moore. They throw a 62-yard down- touchdown to this dude. Against the Falcons, division rival, like winner is first place in their division, even though a whole division sucks. He catches a 62-yard touchdown in between two dudes and immediately takes his helmet off and starts talking shit, and they flag him. Mm-hmm. And Arthur Smith, Tar Heel, uh, elects to have it enforced on the, on the PAT, which makes it like a 48-yard PAT. <laughs> and the dude missed it. And so like everybody's freaking out. Well, the Panthers win the toss. They get the ball, they go down, and this dude's got like a fucking chip shot, and he just shanked the hell out of it. He missed it again. <laughs> and so at this point, they're like, well, is it still DJ Moore's fault? And you got to be honest. You're like, yeah, I mean, kind of not anymore. Like, he was off the hook. And then, uh, uh, you know, the Falcons go down and kick a field goal and win. And, man, it was just like a bad look. It was like some some classic Washington shit or like Tar Heel shit. But uh, it was also kind of funny. Yeah, um, do you think Baker gets his job back? I don't. I don't think you can. Honestly, I don't think that you can pull a quarterback like that. Same thing with Mac Jones. Like yeah. you can't just pull a guy back like that and then start swapping him in and out. Now maybe with the Panthers, because maybe they want to like trade him for a twelfth round pick in the baseball draft or something. But <laughs> um, you know, I don't. I don't think that in the NFL when you bench your your starter. It's not like college where you can volley back and forth. If somebody gets hurt, of course he, he'll come back. Yeah. But like once you yank that guy, it's it's done. I agree. It's interesting, Mac Jones, too, big time. Um, Washington's won three in a row. That whole NFC East, dude, the, I hate the Eagles. Those dudes are crushing people. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Bills are just studs. The Bills just got Naheem Hines, too. I mean, dude, there's a lot of football that's 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 really interesting. Uh going down but um yeah it's also sort of like right in the middle of the season so like some of the teams like i i know denver won this weekend but god I oh those guys suck um nba though we're gonna touch on that before we uh spin off out of here damn I forgot to get cookies yeah we'll do we'll do a cookie uh review on the on the gram yeah we'll do it we'll come to you live on the tactile and uh, also we had uh, our buddy of ours, uh, Big Dan Lizer, do a cookie review. That was not a cookie from any store. Somebody made that, and mm-hmm. so he just gave it a review. And at, upon farther review of the review, um, we have determined that he was not in the right state of mind uh-huh. to actually give a valid review 
based off of the consumption of alcohol that he had consumed throughout the day to really right. judge a quality cookie. So we take back everything he said, yep. and SHWW will not be liable liable for anything that he has said. We do not endorse that. We have rescinded uh, his cookie review. It is uh, we we will not delete it off of our our Tic Tac mainly out of respect for transparency. Yes, you know when we make a mistake, we want to leave it out there and let the uh-huh. people judge us. For what we've done. Yep. Big, Big Dan's 40th birthday, though. Yeah, and I'm sorry about that, Big Dan, uh, but um, I ju- we just want to make sure that all our audience knows that he does not represent the views and beliefs of SHWW. <laughs> we, 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 gave a, <laughs> we gave him a little nip of, after that football game. We gave him a little nip of some uh, Elijah Craig uh, barrel-proof Boy, you want to talk? We complained about uh, we complained about um, oh, claws at the damn Carolina Inn, dude. Well, Crunkleton will beat you over the head for some liquor, dude. I I was like, you know, I'm like old sleep dogs, so bellied up to the bar about bring your helmet. Yeah, I'm like, I'll do Elijah Craig or E. H. Taylor barrel proof. I think I said Elijah Craig just a second ago. Is E. H. Taylor barrel proof for clarity? And I asked the guy, I was like, you guys got an E.H. Taylor barrel proof? He's like, yeah, it's really expensive, though. And uh, I can't hear, dude. I'm old. I'm too old to be out that late. I'm out in the, the thing. And so he brings it to me. It's $92. Wow. The bottle's 99 I think. Good God. Anyway, so I'm, of course, I'm about, you know, so I said, okay. I mean, it was like, I, and then I, I t- said, okay. And I looked at Mary. I was like, how much she say? Yeah, I pay ninety two. I was like, is that what he said? And by the time I turned back around, he's already pouring it. So I gave Dan a little little taste of Ruski, and uh, I didn't think he was gonna make it. I thought he was gonna. I thought he was gonna uh, have a fucking big man. One right they jacked those prices up a little bit. Ninety two dollars, dude. It was uh, it was unreasonable. Anybody ever wants to? Uh, anybody else wants to pay ninety two dollars for? Uh, I don't have a single barrel. Yes, I do. Oh, it was, it was barrel proof. Anybody wants to pay ninety two dollars for a drink? You come on over here to the nest, mm-hmm. and I got, I got, I got some ninety two dollar drinks. Where you can get two drinks for ninety two dollars at the nest. Um, man, we had a blast after a Carolina game. Um, great to be back in Chapel Hill. Beautiful day. Crowd was great. Um, big Dan, shout out. Terrible cookie review, but you're forty, so happy fortieth. Look, big man, Dan. we'll give it to you. Um, NBA Cam, by the way. Uh, uh, Good Cam. Cam Johnson yeah. went the fuck off last night. Did you see that? I didn't. 29, seven threes. Wow. Um, just like pouring them in. He's got a torch. Dude, and I... Uh, Is he coming off the bench? He's starting, and some... I was reading an article, and I don't remember what it was basically saying, but he got off to a kind of a slow start this year, but... uh. Well, Aiton's down right now, but that won't last. I mean, dude, Cam is one of those sneaky good guys that has been in the league long enough now where, like, he could start turning a corner and being – I mean, dude, you look at a guy like Andrew Wiggins, and people forget – I've been watching a lot of Warriors games trying to, you know, will my investment back into, like, I don't know, just breathe life into it. Kaminga ain't even fucking sniffing the freaking floor. I don't even know if they play him during warm-ups. But – 
Um, <laughs> damn. You know, Wiggins, I watch Wiggins a lot, and he's another guy that is like better than he than his stats indicate, in my opinion. He's really good. Well, when he came out of school, man, he was number one pick, and you know, the, the, he was they traded him away when LeBron was there and all that sort of stuff. And you know, I look at him now and I'm like, man, he is a really good NBA player. And Cam kind of isn't the same player by any means. Not ne- not nearly, I don't think, as athletic as Andrew Wiggins. But he's kind of in the same boat, man. Like, he's a guy that's going to be around a long time. Like, he can stroke it, dude. Dude. He's big, too. Um, <laughs> Dude, Andrew Wiggins, what do you think his contract is? Dude, it's like he just signed a big big extension, like $184 million, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, like 140 140- Forty-eight yeah. for yeah. five years. God, I, I got dyslexia sometimes. Yeah. yeah, I mean this dude. I mean he's going to make thirty-one million dollars this year. Yeah, and uh, the dude is good. He's good. He was an all-star yeah. last year, but um, that's his first time he was an all-star, right? Yeah, I agree. You know, I agree. And he was the number one pick. Yeah. Um, he had a hell of a year last year. Uh, Cam's going to be a hell of a player, and I thought this too. I mean, when he played at Carolina, he made the game look really easy. He's a hell of a scorer. Um. Three-point shooter, uh, sneaky athleticism. I mean, that's what the NBA values right now. He has size, and he can really shoot from the outside. So there's yeah. a premium on that. And, uh, you know, he's going to get paid. Uh, but also, he's on a contender. Uh, Phoenix is a uh-huh. contender right now. And uh-huh. he's, you know, he's he's starting to make a name. Well, he has made a name for himself. And uh, it's good to see. But... Uh, one-on-one one one Black Prism Cam Johnson rookie card sets you back about $8,500 right now. That's that's a strong investment, man. Um, he's a he's a good player, and and uh, he defends a little bit too. So a lot of people – Yeah, he's, he's on, got the size. He's on Sleep Dogs fantasy team, mm-hmm. along with Jonathan Kaminga, who's – trying to anybody interested, I might just might dump him in fantasy. Can't dump him – can't afford to dump him off my, my – Rookie cards, but fantasy is like, bro, you're taking up a spot here, Chief. Uh, <laughs> Kyrie just fucking get. It. I don't even want to get into it. Just wanted to like state his name and remind everybody how much I don't like him. The, the, the Nets are an absolute shit show Disaster. right now. I mean, they have arguably the best player in basketball, Kevin Durant, and Kyrie. It just seems like the chemistry's not there, and I don't know what they're gonna do. Fired Steve Nash, and now they're out to bring on the old Celtics coach. Unreal. Uh, it's just, I mean, a lot happening here. Yeah, it's a dumpster fire. And, look, I, with with Durant, again, I've been watching a lot of basketball, a lot of NBA. It's a great product. Anybody that doesn't watch it, you should. It's a great product. Uh, Durant is unbelievable. You want to talk about a guy that is underappreciated. I mean, mm-hmm. he is fucking good. It's fun to watch, man. Oh, my God, man. His jump shots never hit the rim. Them mm-hmm. motherfuckers are just always flush. And, like, he's – if I'm Kevin Durant, like, I get – like, people don't like Kevin Durant, and I understand it. Like, he can kind of – like, he's got the whole I go to the winner, and, like, you know, for whatever reason, like, people don't, don't jive with him. I think he's awesome. Mm-hmm. I know you like him a lot. Oak Hill product. Uh, Washington Commanders fan. Um, maybe he'll buy the damn DC team. guy. Yep. Um, dude, he is so good. And I guess him and Kyrie are, I mean, you just don't know the dynamic. All we ever hear, you know, you see this whole stuff with Russell Westbrook, who comes off the bench and all of a sudden is like a new player, right? Which mm-hmm. kudos. And it was just like so many cool storylines. But Kevin Durant is one of those guys where, like, I hope he ends up on a contender 
because he's so damn good that it sucks to like watch a guy. It's it really sucks right now. Like Le, Le, love LeBron, hate LeBron. He's in the, the the last years of his career, and it really sucks to watch him on a shitty team because you only get so many looks at guys that are that good. I hey sleep. I agree with you, and you also. When you look at OKC, when they did go to the NBA Finals, the only other person I can really remember on that team is Russell Westbrook. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, I'm not even sure if Steven Adams is on that team. But, big uh, Surge was. Big Surge. Surge was good. Uh, James Harden was pretty good, too. Uh, I think they were both on that team. Derek Fisher. <laughs> yeah. No, nah, he might not have been there until he was gone. He might have been the backup. Though. Yeah, I mean, he was... God, he was a senior citizen on the team. Um, <laughs> Getting free coffee on the way to the game. Um, yeah, I mean, to to have the best player in basketball is what I'm saying. Yeah. Is, like, for you guys not to be a contender, it really has to be in a bad state because here is Brooklyn who has the means to uh, surround him with players to become a contender. So really, mm-hmm. to me, it falls on management. And you hired a a, a head coach who's never coached a team, uh, Steve Nash, and you know you guys went through a lot with Kyrie sitting out, not getting vaccinated, and uh, you know just not going to play and that whole fiasco. Then you traded for a a guy who, you know, has just been you know one of those guys that's been the center of controversy for a long time, Ben Simmons, and I don't know for whatever reason, back reasons, mental health, whatever, he set out last year, and so it's just. You know, it's 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 been a weird dynamic there. And I really hate to see that for Kevin Durant because I feel like we're kind of, you know, wasting one of the best basketball players to ever play a uh, couple of his years that we get to watch. Yeah, it's early. Uh, ben Simmons still ain't playing. Um, <clears throat> who else is out? Oh, Kawhi is still, you know, you worry about him. Uh, Warriors, three and five, lost three in a row. To, I think we just looked before. It was like... There's some scrubs, Detroit in there, um, some other teams that ain't very good. Uh, anyway, there's, there's a lot of basketball left, man. There's eight games into a, what is it, 82-game season? Mm-hmm. So you're 10% of the way there, and and there's a lot of ups and downs uh, still to come. But um, so far, there's a lot of young talent and fun, fun teams to watch. So um, no cookie review today. Uh, we are this time going to follow through on it because Sleep Dog's got to go to a wedding for the Georgia Tech game. And basically what we're going to do is we'll get y'all to like like and share all of our social media posts if you want to go to the game. I got four seats and Pablo um, sit right behind you. So you sit, sit with Professor Pob and, you know, just yell mm-hmm. as loud as you can for probably a nooner with the, with the uh, TBD on the time. Man, nooner. all our games are at night, dude. 7.30, Wake Forest. 11.12. Unreal. Um, so, anyway, uh, yeah. If you got anything for us, gosh, let us know. Shout out Travis, a.k.a. Jeff. Man, saw him at the football game. He knows who Sleep Dog is. Mm-hmm. Uh, one one person recognizes you. I guess you, you sort of – I don't try not to let the thing go to my head, man. You got anything else, Big Hawk? Stay safe. Stay safe. <laughs> <laughs>